Okay, right, but we, we can only do intro. a little. We can only do a little. Oh, uh, do you want to do the intro? Sure. You know how? No, you can do it. You, you're a seasoned oh, veteran. I don't actually remember how it goes. Um. <laughs> no, I bad. know. I'm used to. I'm used to Logan doing it. Uh, hey, well, if you're just tuning in, if you're just tuning in, because that's the start of the show. So, hey, if you guys are just tuning in, this is your boy Mitchell, and today. It's Mitchell, your boy, with Sarah, your girl. Y'all remember Sarah? Say hi, Sarah. Hi, people. We are momentarily hijacking the podcast. Yes. Um, Milk and Toast podcast has been hijacked by me and Sarah right now. So y'all know how it goes. If you like the show, share the show. Tell people about the show. And if you don't like the show, share the show. Send it to your enemies. You know what I'm saying? Send it to everybody and be like, yeah, I hate this show. Either way, <laughs> share the shit. All, all press is good press. Yeah, 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 exactly. All press is good press. But yeah, that's the intro to the show. And uh, what we wanted to start with today was sexual attraction and friendship. Mm-hmm. So that was my topic, sir. And the reason, um, the reason me and Logan even got on it, I don't remember what the conversation was about. But we disagreed in terms of the subject because I was like, yo, I was like, yo, listen, you could still be sexually attracted to your friends. You just probably and it's probably best you don't go around sleeping with them. And Logan was like, no, they can't be your friend. And I was like, I was like, oh, wait. So that's funny for him to say. I don't want to. Anyway, I didn't I wasn't calling him on his bullshit yet. I was just like, all right. So. If you have friends that are pretty, you're not going to think they're pretty in one sense. You know what I mean? Here's my thoughts on that. Like when I just read the uh-huh. topic, um, I think that for women in this scenario, it's yeah. a, a very slippery slope because I feel like the no. rhetoric is always about like how much it sucks to be the guy in the scenario and to be rejected and put into the friend zone and how much that sucks. But I can tell you that it feels like it sucks a whole lot more when you feel like you are constantly sexualized by your friends and you cannot have a friendship without that, you know, coming into play. So that really sucks. As much as it sucks to be friend zone, it sucks to constantly have to friend zone people and feel <laughs> it doesn't like suck to be yeah, friend zone. And feel like people are only friends with you because of the way you look or because they're attracted to you. Right. So I, that's what I wanted to say when I saw that topic. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to say that because, you know, <laughs> um, they have dicks and that plays a role in your personality and your thoughts. So- Which is true. <laughs> but no, that wasn't. Well, uh, to me, I feel like that's an entire discussion of of its own in one right, to be honest with you, because that is true. And I, I know what that's like. I've been guilty of that myself. And then had to learn that the friend zone doesn't exist. It's just about honesty. The fact is, if that's yeah. what I want, that's what I want. But I shouldn't be misleading you or taking advantage of you in some capacity. But what I've learned as I've grown older is to like manage. The fact is, some people just aren't into you. Yeah. And you have to accept that. And if you would and if you do genuinely or, like the person or some people value their friendship with you over any like small inkling of sexual attraction well yeah that's just a real friendship yeah if you think about it like the majority of relationships don't work out and the majority of 
people don't have when the... you say relationship do you mean romantic or do you just yeah. any okay no i mean romantic and the majority okay. of people don't have the maturity or communication skills to get past that and continue with their friendship it does happen but it's messy and difficult yeah. and sticky and can you know like tar that relationship for the long run and a lot of people value that friendship over getting into that you know so i i don't know my thoughts are like you have to to really think about it and try not to be selfish like if you have this friendship and you are like mildly attracted to this person and you want to sleep with them or whatever it is mm -hmm. then it's probably not worth it if you've been friends with them for a really long time you have really strong feelings and it's not just sexual attraction but like you know something closer to love, love. or intimacy oh no, yeah i get that um and also that's, a different conversation to yeah me, but, and mm -hmm. that's really powerful then i i do think it's fair to have that conversation and take that risk um because it you know it might be for something really good but also going into that conversation knowing that if this person friend zones me or says no that 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 is an outcome that i'll respect you know and will work on if you go in i feel like a lot of people go in and they're like so upset if if they're friend zone and then that changes the relationship anyway it's like one of my greatest fears like having a guy friend that that'll happen because it almost always ruins the relationship no i get that well but first things first the friend zone isn't real friend zone doesn't exist and the fact is what when, do you mean by I that the friend zone isn't because what we say when someone's like, <clears throat> oh, she friend zoned me. And it's mostly with guys. It does happen with girls, but we, we don't really speak to that. We can speak to that in a second. But we usually when a guy's like, oh, she friend zoned me. What he's saying is she set her boundaries and was honest with me and I got hurt about it. Friend zone doesn't exist. The fact is either you want to be friends with this woman or you don't. Okay. I can agree it's, with that. It's not real. And I had to, funny enough, I learned that through a video. Oh, because I understand. Because the friend zone means that you are stuck in this place yes. and you're trying to get to the next and place. And that's just not true. Yeah. The fact is, I, if you're yeah. not receiving something that you want, you have options. You can either deal with it, which is your choice, or you move on, which is also your choice. Yeah. And okay. if you, you can't be mad because you're like, and no, I have to tell you that I have to say that, especially for the men out there, because it is a toxic thing we do. And I mm -hmm. had to learn that the hard way myself. And it's, it's also just like, a it's lot not of real. entitlement, like to yes, think that exactly. you deserve this. You're owed you know? something and you're not. Fact of the mm -hmm. matter is, it doesn't matter how much, she, it doesn't I, matter how much you wanted it, how much you like her, how attracted you are. If she's like, yo, I'm not into you like that. And me and Logan talked about that before too. If she's not into you like that, sorry, you have to deal with it. Now, do you still yeah. want to actually be friends or is that not what you're really wanting? And that's what it really comes down to. And that's what the to. hurtful part is because a lot of time the no, answer yeah, is no. No, yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah, it'd be like that yeah. for real, for real. So. I just, like I told you, and it was I, like, I, I should be honest. And I do doubt that. I'm like, are the, is this person really friends with me because of me or are they just attracted to me? And that is that and is a bigger <laughs> issue. No, yeah, that is a bigger issue this we is deal why with I between us as men and women. I trust my friendships with women well, way more. What about Usually, if they're sexually attracted to you or you just think they don't care? Like it never affects anything? Um, women? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it doesn't affect anything because um, I have a lot of 
of friends who are gay or queer and there's been a lot of drama because of people getting in and out of relationships. Be like, Sarah, why won't you give it up? Not for me personally. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Well, that's good. Well, because I, I have a pretty strong rule of like not, um, dating within my like friend circles, not even just friend circles, but for me, th- this core friend group happened in um, college. We were all in the dance program. We saw each other okay. every okay. single right, day, right, right. no matter what. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just do not need that drama in my life. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to date anyone who's here. Um, just for my own sanity. I get that. But there was a lot of drama that happened. And I don't think that, um, like, it's only exclusive to men that, um, that 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 can happen like the the friend thing and all no, of that yeah, yeah, but that's absolute a lot of the time there was more conversation um afterwards a lot of times they worked out how to work together or to still be friends um mm-hmm. or to not pin friend groups against each other um mm-hmm. and no matter what, I didn't, I never doubted the validity of those friendships beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, it never felt like, like they were friends for a really long time before they started dating. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like in my experience with guys, it's like, you know, a couple months after. And it's just purely based on that kind of selfish attraction where it's like, oh, like a, I like this person and she talks to me and she smiles at me um, and she laughs at my jokes. So right. she must be attracted to me. Like she must let's have sex. Yeah. 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 I so it. I think that that's where it's different. Not that it can't happen. Right. But, but I don't, I don't, I don't fear that from women. I don't fear, I guess I, I just don't fear being objectified in that way. In that sense, yeah. yeah. I mean, even I even with like you know friends, uh, any of your like lesbian friends, you never feel as if they're just like, you know, kind of in that in this in this way that men are. You know I what I mean? I don't think that. No, I don't think that they're attracted to me, anyways. <laughs> oh, really? oh, damn! What you trying to? You calling yourself ugly right now? Because you're definitely no, not. No, I'm not. Okay. I just, um, I I think that I don't know. Sexuality is is complex and for those specific people um it's less about just physical attraction and more um about the certain chemistry okay. like that yeah, and no, that makes sense we definitely have a friendship chemistry and for my part even if um those things those feelings ever did arise for me for those friendships i value the friendship more than I would ever like risk that kind of relationship. Not that I, I am attracted. I'm just saying that for me in those circumstances, Mm -hmm. that's not a path I would want to go. I, I like to, I like to separate my. No, um, I get that. And I'm, I'm, no, well, I'm finding like you kind of like have to, cause it's, so the, the question though, wasn't even like, it was that's why I said, oh, it's like you brought up a lot of stuff. I was like, those we could even talk. Cause for me, when I brought up to Logan, it was like even more simple. It was just like, can you be friends with people you're sexually attracted to? He said sure. no. 
And I, I said, yes, can. thank you. I said, yes. I was like, it's I not think, a problem. You just have to be mature about it. I think it's not for you to be attracted to someone. Same. I think that the important thing is to remember that because you're attracted to them means doesn't mean you're entitled to anything. Exactly. Exactly, Sarah. We are. I wish she was actually. And like, sure, I think a lot of my friends are attractive. Me too. But they're my friends. First. No, right. And funny enough, I've had, um, I have some friendships where, you know, we uh, had sexually interacted before, you know what I mean? And mm. I, and I had to navigate yes, like what, what friendship. <laughs> yes, you do. And I, but you have to like navigate the friendship and the you fact do. that the friendship still works out is even more evidence to me. It's like, of the it, friendship you just have itself. to be mature. You have to be mature. You have to communicate. And once again, you can't feel entitled to anything, which yes. is also why I said the friend zone doesn't exist. Yeah, I, and, like, and I agree with that perspective, the way you no, it it's not it. it's not real. It's just we've all grown up so fucked up and the relationship between men and women has been this relationship. Uh, oh, and it's not you know, even I'm entitled like, to her um, in some capacity. <clears throat> it's not even on a, a friendship basis. It's like there's a sense of entitlement for men no matter what. Like if I smile at them or, mm-hmm. you know, if I make eye contact, it's it's so subtle. There's this like, oh, I can go approach this person now and, you know, do whatever, say whatever I want. She acknowledged me. So mm-hmm. I'm entitled to that. And, yeah. and I don't like that because, you know, I walk around with Logan and he like, you know, waves at people and says hi and like, you know, good morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel safe doing that because a lot of times if I do that it invites a lot of other attention that I don't want in my life no you're you're a hundred percent right I would love to just be able to you know be yourself (laughs) (laughs) you know just be treated like a normal individual and that's that's what I think because not someone who's like always on the cusp but no and that that is the um where I'm at in my it's just life, just entitlement. That's no, it is. Um, where, it where I'm at in my to. life, Sarah, is um, <clears throat> how do I? Because where I'm at is like, all right, I want to be able to do my best to make the world a better place and everything. But one of the main points on that checklist is how do I get us to a world where men truly understand they aren't entitled to women in any capacity, and women are people first. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad that that is. Uh, I know, I know how sad it is, so Sarah. Based. But it's the reality that I have to deal with. I think with. it's funny because, um, you know, we learn about the civil rights movement and all of these different things, mm-hmm. and we learn about them as, as in like that's the past, and we've made so much progress. But if you boil down the um, forces at bay for each one of these topics, whether it's, you know, race rights or whatever, it still boils down to the most basic thing. Like how do we treat um, women not, not as objects or, um, that's why it's so frustrating. So it's like, Oh yeah, everyone wants to say we've made so much progress. And in some ways, like we have, of course, you know, but. we have <clears throat> laws that, you know, have certain protections, but in other ways, um, it is just as fragile and, you know, deplorable as it always has been. And that is a good segue into Roe v. Wade, because I think that that is a huge setback in our well, rights. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, unfortunately. 
yeah, that's what I learned on my birthday. <laughs> that was my oh, birthday. Oh no! Present. Oh right! <laughs> Shit! What a damn! I yeah, forgot. Yeah, I, I saw it, and then I texted Logan, and he was like, "I w- I was hoping that you would be at the beach and you wouldn't be checking the news." <laughs> so I'm like, "You know who I'm with? Do you know who my who my father is? That man is glued to the news." In a positive way or in a annoying, like in negative a, in boomer a, way? I think it's in a slightly negative way for him, like borderline obsessive. But he does know what is going on in the world. <laughs> okay, no, that's true. Um, but anyways, no, it's it's an atrocious, horrible setback. It is, um, like deplorable. I know it's like painful for everybody, but like the amount of sadness and fear that I felt not just for myself because like everyone's like oh yeah you're in New York like you're fine or you know Mm, not the point but that's not the point there are so many women who are going to be harmed by this Mm -hmm. it's it's horrible no talk about it Sarah go ahead obviously you wanted (sighs) to yeah you wasn't even supposed to was supposed to give it back to Logan but go ahead and talk about it sir it's too late now Oh no, we gotta talk about it now. Now you I know, stuck. I just, I just felt the. Oh yeah. Sadness. Oh yeah. And see, you said something. You were like, "It's painful for everybody," and I was like, "I was like, nah, not everybody. It's super painful for women. We as men yeah. could, of course, be like, damn, but it well, doesn't it does affect, affect us. It does. Well, it affects us if we if but we're not, with someone we care about, but it doesn't as directly hurt us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Not and as it's like, it's and like, it's how always, could that happen? It's always the. Um, you know, the most vulnerable who are going to be most affected by this, like the women who, um, who can't travel to another state who can't afford that or can't get the time off work. Um, and I mean, that's illegal now anyways. So I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how you can completely justify that. That's getting into the weird, like, you know, interracial marriage laws where if you went to a state where it was legal to marry, um, you could still be prosecuted in the if original came state. Back in a, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's sickening, gross. disheartening. Yeah. And they've talked about, you know, the fact that, um, other rights like gay marriage and so it's, on could yeah, also be, they're in line. It's all in line. And it's I, all I don't know if that's plan. true or if that's just like, um, no, that was no legally speaking. Uh, yeah, but I feel I get really frustrated by the argument that like, oh, um, you know, this Roe v. Wade or that right wasn't in the original Constitution, but a lot of stuff wasn't in, wasn't the, original in the original Constitution. Constitution. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that is kind of the even if you look at the Tenth Amendment, it says this is not a comprehensive list of rights. That's why there is the amendment process. Yeah. yeah. And the forefathers didn't think that, not that I love them, you know, they, they had their They their weren't shit. perfect. They no, weren't perfect. Let's not by right. any means. I'm not, not trying to say that. But even they recognized the fact that this wasn't, you know, God's law, that this was a framework for, um, to be. No. Yeah. Amended and improved upon Absolutely. by, Absolutely. um, each generation, so to speak, even our bill of rights wasn't in the original. No, exactly. Yes. So bill of rights was not that original stupid constitution. argument. Yeah. But, I Absolutely. mean, I feel like, Absolutely. I feel like because of the, you know, lack of information and education about even those core things in our country, you know, certain parties get away with saying all this random bullshit like oh it wasn't in our original constitution and people are like oh yeah it wasn't. yeah yeah that but makes I'm like, sense 
that means nothing. They're taking it out of context. Absolutely. There's a ton of stuff that wasn't in our original constitution that, you know, ah, no, I mean, thirteenth, yo, (laughs) we could do this all day, but the fact is it's a shit argument. And I mean, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Cause one, it's horrible. And you know, people want to make it about the the unborn babies that they don't care enough to take care of after. We'll uh, get yeah. to that later. Pro, we'll get to that pro later. It's pro-birth or pro-fetus, yeah, not pro-life. We'll, and yeah, everyone's we'll talked that. about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to actually, you know, give money to or, you know, raise your taxes in order to have... systems pro- prosper better. Uh, yeah. or, or even just have paid maternity leave right. or um, subsidized right. government child care. Like, no, right. we don't actually care about the quality of the life after the child, after it's born. And yes, our foster care system is is Shit. incredibly damaging. I would never, if that was an option for me, I would not want a kid to grow up in that. No, no one wants to. It's <sighs> just, how could you be so... <sighs> My thing is, is people are trying to place, you know, the life of this unborn fetus over the, the body autonomy, uh, autonomy deserved by women. Here's my thing. Just over the life of the mother. Right. Because my thing is, like, I also don't want to kill unborn. I would prefer you didn't do that, but that isn't my call to make. Nobody is pro abortion. Nobody thinks that. You know what I mean? Nobody thinks that. Go away, Logan. I am. Stop. No, I'm serious. Okay, I don't want to talk to you. Um, (laughs) Very few people think that, oh, yes, it's so much fun to just kill all of these, you know. To, to make this choice mm-hmm. and every woman who I've talked to who has made that decision or had to weigh that decision Usually has said it. it's really it's a, yeah. one of the most difficult decisions that mm-hmm. they had their life I think what this side is doing is recognizing that it's not a black and white issue like it's so mm-hmm. much fun to just say yes we don't want to like kill any potential life but that's not the way the world works. There are so many complicated Sadly. situations mm-hmm. that are going on. We can't like force women to have all oh, no. No. And if you like look at it even further, like potential life, does that mean that like, you know, you guys should stop masturbating because technically you're getting rid of valuable potential life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, should women be fine for menstruating? I think that they, in Catholicism, you're not supposed to, uh, like, emit any of that sacred juice. That's a horrible way to say it. I'm really sorry. But, <laughs> no, but that's why, but that's why it's, like, that's why yeah, you're not supposed to that. masturbate. Should we fact check? But, but no, I know that's the reason that it's supposed to be like, oh, because you're killing the potential for a child. But it's like, uh, I'm... I can't do that anymore, me personally, because like we said, neither of us are pro-abortion at all. It's not no, about that. Like, it's pro-choice. Sorry. But Logan said, he wrote on a little notebook, he said, if you want an abortion, you should be able to get an abortion. And I believe that that's true. That is true. And I had a very weird experience because I, I recently visited the Czech Republic and um, my I visited family there and they live in like small village, um, uh-huh. you know, and they're pretty conservative. Um, and I always like felt this, you know, wariness around them. Mm -hmm. Um, but we were talking with them and they were like, Oh my God, like what is going on in your country? Like, why does everybody have guns? Like all these kids keep getting (laughs) shot and like, why are they trying to get rid of abortion? And I had to realize, Oh my God, conservative 
in America is totally different, different than conservative from, somewhere else. Like it's well, totally we get conservative and Republican smashed together, yeah, but they're yeah, not yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. That's my own ignorance. But I had that <laughs> moment where it's like, oh, okay, like so this isn't just like a conservative value system. This is it's like whole different beast. Yeah, and most other countries recognize, like even, um, ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Speak to it. Speak to it. I was like, Take abortion is even legal in in fucking the Vatican State. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Nah, you can fact check not, me. no, we gotta fact no, check that. Logan, but like, up. yeah, Logan, fact check that. But um. Oh, yeah. That abortion, abortion is legal being, in, the, in the Vatican State. If it is, I'm going to be so mad in a second, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I don't usually say things that... No, I know you that don't. Are, are, I think yeah, you I don't be trying to somewhere. spread like misinformation. No, I believe yeah. that. And to be, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest, if I'm being real, if I'm being real about it. It wouldn't surprise me at all, considering how much under fucking shit they do. Uh, anyway... I don't want to Anyways, get into that. I think that it's hard, especially because I uh, and, you know, women similar to my age are mm-hmm. part of the few generations that um, this has been a right since we were born. Right. Um, it's only 50 years old. Right. Um, it's not it hasn't been that long. And for it to be gone feels like a huge, huge step back. It's of course. so disheartening. In so many You're ways. taking away rights of an entire margin of people. It doesn't like, and that's why I keep saying like, I'm sorry, because you know, it's, this isn't about babies. It's about control, and it it's control. disgusting. There is you no don't have abortion. right to There's that no control. There's no criminal law against abortion in the Vatican State. There's no criminal law against <laughs> abortion in the Vatican State. Oh man, aren't aren't Republicans weird? But they still praise the the court decision on abortion. Oh, do mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, of course so they, they do. So they still yes. praise the court decision on yes, abortion. Yes, good. By the, by the Holy Father. <laughs> the <laughs> Holy Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, okay, but still. It's just... Uh, no, that I mean, the irony is it's the, the hypocrisy. And, like, is, the hypocrisy is, is even more... Uh, entrenched because the same groups of people that are pro-life are also against um, any sort of comprehensive sexual education that could prevent. Yeah. And there, I, th- I heard that they're even talking about um, getting rid of like Plan B and other contraceptives. Plan B yeah. is not abortion. If there is a viable egg, like if, if an egg and a sperm have, have come together, mm-hmm. then, then they will be safe. All it does is, you know, get rid of everything. It's not an abortion pill. It is not an abortion pill at all. Right. It just causes you to have an early period. But if there there has already been, you know, an egg and sperm junction, then that... (laughs) That is safe in that circumstance. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yes. It's not an abort. It's not an abortive pill. It's not. And it's so frustrating. But anyways, yeah, they, they don't want to teach comprehensive sexual, sexual education, which is the the best uh, to avoid, yeah, to avoid to unwanted honest. pregnancy. They don't want to, um, you know, teach no, it's, safe it's, sex. Right. I'll be honest with you. You know, me and my brothers, we never had issues like that because um, 
our father Mom. from jump like taught us sexual he's like this is what happens mm-hmm. please be careful it wasn't it wasn't complicated it wasn't extensive but the fact that he told us that, that kept be, us from getting into trouble but that shouldn't be you know it should be standardized and yeah, in the countries absolutely in the countries where it is standardized there is a much lower percentage of unwanted pregnancy to begin with mm-hmm. you have to teach like i i i grew up with um abstinence-only education, right? Right. And I kind of protested the whole thing, sat in the back, didn't say anything because I was annoyed. I wish I had said something. I would do it now, but, you know, I wasn't as ballsy back then. Yeah, no, I get you. But um, the whole time I was thinking is that you you literally told us the percentage of kids who are abstinent. I don't remember what that percentage is anymore. But basically, you're saying a big fuck you to the rest of the people who are choosing to have sex because you're not teaching us how to do that in a safe way. You're just apocalyptically talking about all of the venereal diseases that we might get. Um, So, yeah, yeah, it's incredibly frustrating. Logan also just showed me, never mind, he's he's, he's going back on it. Why is he going back on it? What's he going back on? He's scared, I think. What's he scared of? Since when are oh, you Logan a coward? Says, why do you think it's like that? In terms of like not teaching sex education? Yeah. Because of puritanical ideas that yeah. we no longer even fucking care about. That's the literal only reason. We're trying to maintain this fucking illusion. Here, so hear me out. America's split into two sides. And I'm not talking like Republican and Democrat. We could actually talk about conservatism and progressive pro- progression or progressivism. Is that the word? I don't give a fuck. I'm tired. It's early. In any case, it's like one side is like, all right, we have to deal with the reality. And the other side is like, oh, we have, you know, we have an illusion to, to keep up, to maintain. So people look at us a certain way and think about us in a certain capacity. But, but mm-hmm. one of the tenets of our democracy is that church and state are separate. Truth. Church and state are separate. Absolute truth. So Absolute truth. our laws should not be. Be, yeah, touched by any of that. I wish that no. was the I wish that was the case, except it's not. Because you know, religion has its effect. It's one of the oldest forms well, sure, I mean, of Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's literally the only reason. Don't get me wrong, I'm not happy about it, but that's just what naturally happens when something's around. I so mean, long. I don't think you're speaking from opinion. I know that you're no. speaking <laughs> well, from thank the you way for understanding. Are. Exactly. And so but it's like what ends up happening is you get stuck with people trying to maintain these airs as if this is, you know, how we actually are and how we want to be perceived. And it ends up fucking people in the ass because you don't actually give a fuck in the first place. I mean, those same people who voted to overtone Ruby Wade are going to make sure their children in any capacity you know get abortions. You know what I mean? It's not even it's not even like teenagers who are getting the most abortions. Two thirds of abortions in this country are married women. Hmm, makes sense. Because having a child is a huge, huge economic toll, mm-hmm. um, emotional toll, especially if you've already had a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. For women, too, a lot of times we have to choose between um, children and, and career. Right, right, it's, which is a horrible lot of in itself. There's a lot of different undertones here. It's not just for, you know, and I, I don't think this. I'm just saying it from the perspective of of what I think a lot of pro-lifers no, right, think. Right, right, it's right. not just yeah, like reckless, wanton women who, you know, don't care and just. Right. But that is know. the narrative. That is entirely yeah. the narrative. But it's not like at all. No. You know what I mean? 
it's, it's okay, Sarah. Keep going. I, I don't want to keep going. I'm pretty upset now. Logan, do you want to take over? Are you sure, Sarah? Because that was a yeah. good conversation, and it I was a good conversation. I think you should speak more in terms because it's 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 you we want to hear from on the subject. Me and Logan want to bring it up because obviously, as men, we should speak on it and, I mean, and show the disdain. I, I don't think I'm like, at this point contributing anything new to the conversation. I'm just like speaking out of the anger and frustration that I know a Sarah, lot of that's entirely women feel. Fine. <laughs> Keep speaking out of the anger. Um, People should hear it. There's a ton of hypocrisy. Of course. It's a huge step back um, in terms of women's rights. And I think just rights in general. Because, again, equality (laughs) equality is good for everybody. It's not just good for... um, A select few. (laughs) Yes. Equality is not about bringing other people down. Although I think that a lot of groups in this country only feel... Um, good when when other people are right. hurting. When you feel they have some type of superiority. superiority. You do realize that was the that was the whole basis of how you turned how you turn like people kind of against each other. Because originally with slavery and you know rural, you know South when the origins of this country like you know seventeen eighteen hundreds. The way you turned poor whites against poor blacks, because they were usually, you know, around each other, was having rich whites tell them like, hey, you're better than them, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're <laughs> suffering. They're going through all this. You're better than them, though. But you're yeah, better keep, than them. <laughs> keep working with us. You see, keep working with us and, you know, you'll eventually make your way up here. You know, it all trickles down eventually. And it just is what it is. Why people feel like that? I don't know what it is because I need a psychologist. Not even like, um, not even like poor whites even even whites that didn't have much interaction with blacks like even white people who lived in um the north at the time like even though they didn't necessarily have slavery they still did not want to interact with black people right and they still benefited from it and that's i think abe lincoln said that that we all have blood on our hands and he meant that like everyone has contributed to this i mean because that what Martin Luther King Jr.'s quote, um, the the one about ignoring oppression. If you if you choose neutrality in the face of oppression, you've chosen yeah. the side of the oppressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's it's yeah. factual truth. Calling the out fact the you bystanders. Choose, yeah, it's like sorry. Yeah, sure, you're not directly guilty, and but the fact that, like, you're not doing anything. I'm not trying to say that Abe Lincoln is like. Best no, I know. Never. We know I that. know that. We know that. Yeah. You don't gotta, yeah, we know that. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. You ain't gotta say that. Well, you know, I am a white person, so I just have to make no, sure. No, it, it's uh, true. Another good quote. Uh, this one's Franklin D. Roosevelt. This is one of my favorites, even though I don't trust presidents or give a fuck about them. But this one is just very, very true. All it takes for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Yep. Sadly. And that and that is that is part of the guilt I, I tend to feel myself. Especially I don't know. I feel like our generation and like this period in life has kind of been um, defined by like entertainment. Um, That's fair. And like having the internet and having like so many different spaces that people can go. Like if you're interested in this niche thing, you can go here. If you're interested in this niche thing, you can go here. Um, We have lost like a certain sense of collectivism or communal purpose and i think now even maybe not even more now but definitely people 
act like the things that don't directly affect them, they um, aren't responsible for or responsible for saying anything. And absolutely. Yeah. I just, it's a reminder that, that we are. And no, do you I don't realize think that, how disconnected we are? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. But I was, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, but. <laughs> my fault. No, it's just because you. Yeah, fuck you, Mitch. Thanks sorry. for that. No, you can. Yeah, it's fine. You can, t- <laughs> you can tell me that. I deserve it a lot of times. Um, but no, that's it's a very valid point. The disconnect between. The disconnect between people now and doing the things that are to are that are most beneficial to them is so vast because in order to do the things that are most beneficial to you you have to come into opposition with the powers that be that are making your circumstances what they are where you're not benefiting yourself yeah you, do you understand what i mean when i say that did that make sense yeah I, I think the most important thing to say is that even if you don't even if you feel like you are detached from this thing, you are part of a society that is making these rules for people. Um, And in a lot of cases, like culturally or socially, you're benefiting from these harmful things, even if you don't know that you are. So, you know, everyone has blood on their hands. Everyone is affected. Um, Whether that is in terms of, you know, systematic racism or what's happening now with Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade. Like everybody is affected by that. And there's no way that you don't know someone who is affected by that, even if you're a guy. Like no, <laughs> women right. make up fifty percent of right. the population. And even if you don't know anybody who's having an abortion, you know women who are now faced with this this fear of this huge thing that might happen to them or might happen to their friend or that they know is happening to other women in less fortunate circumstances or like mothers who were say getting on well in their career and now suddenly don't have the choice to better their family in their mind because, you know, they have to have this baby, whatever it is. Um, even if you are okay, like I live in New York, the likelihood of my rights to abortion being taken away is pretty low right now. But that doesn't take away my fear because I know that we are, that I'm still in a greater system that is extremely fragile and is already hurting people. Yeah. And yeah. It doesn't matter if you live in, this is the United States. It doesn't matter if you live in one city, like, and you're good. That could change at a moment's notice. Yeah. And it could change. It really could. Like, do you know how many states, like, agreed to overturn it versus how many states didn't, man? I don't know the specific numbers, but it's enough to be significant. There's a list. The the fact is the the sides that overturned is higher than the sides that didn't. And I don't like those numbers because I think because my my brain goes into, like, straight war. And then I think about the logistics of it. And I was like, oh, they outnumber us now. Fuck. Our, Our cities might be bigger. So are you going to be, now that you've created this law, are you going to be um, harder on fathers who aren't paying their... Father? uh, Wait, men? Yes. You're asking them to be harder on men? who aren't paying their child support? Are you going to create, like, harsher criminal laws for that? 
What? Why would we do that? <sighs> this isn't about controlling the men. What are you? Yeah. This obviously, Sarah, have you not lived in this country long, sweetheart? Go, all right, listen, dear, here's how it goes. Also, you know, and the sad truth of the fact is that one of the um, greatest oppositions to like women making the same as men is the fact that we are usually the primary caretakers of right. children. So even yeah. if we are, you know, even if we start our career and we are making the same, which is doesn't usually happen um but we are making the same as the men in our field Mm -hmm. if we have to take off you know a certain amount of months uh in order to have recover and take care of this baby in in its um in that formative time then when we come back we're already behind and now you're forcing women to have to do that because you're not you're definitely not forcing men not to have sex so at all and you, you know, the, the annoying part about it is because it's all, to me, the reason I think they tend to do it is because it's a population control. The reason it's a population control thing. Well, not like control thing, but you want the bodies. You want to know because every time, well, Sarah, every time a person in America is born, you get a social security number. Social security number isn't about, oh, hey, this is to make sure you get all your benefits. Social security number is your country being able to tell other countries, this is a person we have here, a body capable of making money for the country. Yeah, but then wouldn't you want those bodies to have the best start in life so that they can be extremely productive citizens? Sarah, of course you would. But the reality is we're not living in a society that's based on, hey, making sure our humans are the best they can be. We live in a society that's... Almost zero social blankets. We do not care about the people in this country, nor do we recognize the fact that, um, you know, we didn't all just, the successful didn't just raise themselves up from their own bootstraps. No, they come from generational wealth and other people come from nothing, don't have the resources to even know what to do or how Mm -hmm. to succeed. Um, And... I think it is our responsibility to help give everybody a good start. Whether that is having, um, making sure that mothers have the resources to take care of their children, um, making sure that mothers have access to work, even while they're, you know, like in other countries, even if you, like in the Czech Republic, it was like, maternity leave was anywhere up to three years. Um, what? Yes. And the more time you took, the less percentage of your paycheck you got, but your job, your position was always secure. You could That's come back great. to it. So I that think my mom great took... fair. Yeah. My mom took six months. She got half her paycheck um, and her position was secured. And she was able to be with us for, for that, you know, time. Oh, wow. And... And, you know, they paid for childcare too. So she could go back to work and have, and not just work to pay for childcare because childcare is like a whole nother rent. It's, yeah. Oh you know, on the God. low end, it's like no, 600 facts, a month. Facts, facts. Right, right, right. So. On the low anyways, end. Anyways. On the low whatever. end. But yeah. We America are doesn't value that. America values the profit margin. It's not really off topic. That's not how we work. But, um. Scrub in, Logan. You trying to tag me in? Yeah, I'm trying to tag you. You got to tag in. Oh, Sarah, do you really have to go so soon? 
Yeah, because I don't know anything about Mike Tyson, so um, <laughs> we're not, we should we're probably not here to, shift topics It's not here soon. to talk about Mike Tyson. It was actually to talk about masculinity. I don't know shit about Mike Tyson. Y'all can talk about the Mike Tyson B suit. I don't know anything about the Mike Tyson You don't Tyson have to. It's not, about, it's not about Mike Tyson or the B suit. It's about, it's about masculinity. Toxic Tell me what otherwise. it's about. So if you see the video, and Logan can show you the video, it's Mike Tyson dancing in a B-suit going, he's like dancing, he's like, and you know, he, ha- he has his Mike Tyson accent. So he's like, I'm beautiful. And he's just dancing in a B-suit. He's like, I'm beautiful. I'm so beautiful. I'm so beautiful. Or, but I guess with the, you know, the little list he has, like, I'm so beautiful, beautiful, I'm so beautiful. And so, yeah, exactly. That makes you laugh, right? The reason I wanted to talk about it, because I posted, it made me so happy. I posted the video and I was like, I love this. I posted it on my Instagram story. And I was like, yo, yo, I love this fucking video of Mike doing that. Because you have to understand. So you don't know anything about Mike Tyson, but you don't need to know much. I what literally you do only need to know, know about the face tattoo. And that's okay, because that means a different... But anyway, what all you need to know is Mike Tyson was pound for pound, very possibly like one of the greatest, if not the greatest heavyweight like oh, boxer yeah. that the world has ever known. hit people. <laughs> really, really hard. No, but the thing you have to understand about Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson back in his early days when he was young was a killer. Wasn't no femininity, wasn't no, hey, I could, you know, chill and be comfortable and be comfortable with myself. Mike Tyson was a killer. And the reason he was like that is because he suffered, you know, with his own masculinity growing up. He was bullied. He didn't feel as if he could be a man. He And so he felt as if, as a lot of men do because of toxic bullshit, grow up thinking, oh, I have to be this rough, callous yeah. character ca- capable of killing another man with my bare hands to be respected. That's who Mike Tyson back in those days thought he had to be. Mind you, he was one of the greatest boxers ever, always respected. People didn't mess with him because they thought he'd knock them the fuck out. But I mean, he, he, he was he was literally just adapting to his social circumstances. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. I had this conversation with my father. I was like, feminism, fem, blah, 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 blah. feminism isn't just about, you know, like helping women out. It's also yes. beneficial to men because. Absolutely. Toxic masculinity is also toxic to men. Not yes. being able to acknowledge your emotions, not being able to um, be comfortable in yourself if you don't meet these, like, often huge standards. Yeah, yeah trust me, I don't um, know about that. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of pressure and it's harmful no, to our I, men absolutely. and boys. So. I absolutely agree. It's the problem. Very yeah. possibly one of the biggest problems, because as we like to say, it's a man's world. We know about the patriarchy and it stems a lot from that, from other men being like, oh, I have to be the most dominant. This is how you become the most dominant. And I'm going to raise the rest of you up like this. But so you don't not, cause I mean, weakness to me. Obviously, it is harmful to women, but it's not only harmful to women. Yes. It is also harmful to men. Yeah. I don't even know who I would say it's harmful to first. Be, well, and that doesn't exactly matter. I don't know if that is, yeah. like, is important to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, don't, I don't know exactly. Um, I don't but think like, it's fair to conflate the experiences of... of either um, or. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But, because so they're, when I, they're both pretty bad. And, and I don't think it does anything to say, oh, like... Yeah, it's not a Women's experiences in the patriarchy are worse. Well, you could argue that. Um but yeah, it's also argument. it is also harmful to to men and boys. This idea that you have to be tough, this idea that you can't show any emotion. Um, a lot of 
guys feel like they can't have intimate friendships. And that also sucks for women because then they are dumped with a lot of shit in their romantic relationships. Back to the friend zone thing again. Yeah, because these guys don't know how to communicate their emotions. Yeah, or want to. So don't don't always think about it in terms of like they don't know how, which is the case. But sometimes they don't even want to. That's the bigger problem to me. Do you think it's easier for Mike Tyson to go outside the bounds of his masculinity because he knocks people out all the time? Because he has created that like framework of toughness. So here's the thing. and, And that's why I wanted to talk about it, because like. I don't know if I could answer that perfectly because on one on one circumstance, yes, because there's always this joke and there's this like meme. It's like uh, it's like Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee and they're wearing these outfits, which are like fabulous, but they they're they look like they're they would be considered more feminine like wear, like maybe a, a shortcut blouse. And then like and then people be like people would make fun of like, oh, like what's he wearing? And the joke is the meme is like you could wear whatever you want when you could when nobody could whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I've noticed that a lot in like, um, like uh, Jason Momoa. He also, you know, you know, it expresses himself with fashion, like wears pink, like wears scrunchies, mm-hmm. other stuff, um, and other tough guys. I forgot his name. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I don't, other tough guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really horrible with uh, celebrities. No, I don't pay fine. enough just, attention. But I do feel like it. that is like a common thing that's happening. That these men are have like are like I have like earned my right to to, to express be myself. feminine. Yeah, not yeah. to be feminine. They're not being oh, feminine. Okay. Like cool. this whole dichotomy of this is feminine and this is masculine. When it, it comes to like colors and fabrics and stuff, it's right. just stupid. Like, yeah. uh, I no. argued that before that clothes have no gender. I was explaining that to Lo because they technically don't. They're clothes. But it doesn't anyways, matter which one you the, wear. The right to express themselves however they want and to. No, that's a valid out, thing. Outside of the bounds of what other the patriarchy has defined as what is feminine. And right. No, feminine. that's a valid thing. So on one on one hand, I want to tell you, like, yeah, it is because they're tougher that they're able to do it. But on the other hand, like, it's not really like that, because when you're a tough dude or, or when that's the, the perception you want people to, to perceive you as, like, you never want to do anything like that in terms of thinking from their perspective anyway, because it's like uh, it's like a mark of shame on your credibility. So I don't think he's doing that just because he's Mike Tyson. And that's what I wanted to talk about. I think he's doing that because Mike Tyson is in a place right now where Mike Tyson is in a place right now where he's finally able to feel comfortable with himself. The man had some deep rooted problems. He used boxing as an outlet to get through his life, to make his career, make his way. Are you saying that this is like now is the first time that he is expressing that side of himself? Well, it's not it's not per se like his first time, but this is one of the most expressive times we've seen. And I just like to I love seeing how comfortable he is, because that's what I want for any person anywhere in the first place. But specifically men who have grown up in like, you know, that toxic masculine type of environment. You know what I mean? I do think that outside of these like super tough guys, though, there is kind of a an acceptance of um like men like ex- you know being comfortable in their masculinity and exploring like androgynous styles and that you kind mean of like thing like now you mean 
Yeah, I think oh, like okay. people like Harry like, Styles. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, like Harry Styles is, and he gets hate, but he's still doing it. And no, yeah, you're um, always going to. Even someone. like celebrities like Timothy Chalamet and so on, who who is not like this like super strong tough guy is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. No, well, he's considered like a pretty boy, like you know the delicate pretty boy well, type deal. I guess. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I wasn't trying to say. I'm just like that's that's how I people look at him. I was just saying there has been a trend of it being like okay and even kind of idealized for um, men to be a little bit more expressive. I think maybe. Well, in in our day and age now, yes, we yeah. thank God. Thank God. May it continue to be so because yes. there's also a lot of pushback regardless. Yes. And in the frame of this, the reason I was also loving this video because. Um, for black men especially, our, mm. our masculinity gets a little skewed as well. Because now all of a sudden, we're extra, we extra yes. masculine on some level, especially when it comes to fighters. But that's also a uh, survival mechanism that wasn't no, just... yeah. And racism, obviously, because yeah, it's yeah. not true, of course. But yeah, so that's a lot for us, too, to see. So to see him at this point, and mind you, I'm used to seeing shit like that all the time. I love it. Like, it's fun. It's just cool. But to see him, because mind you, Mike Tyson became a symbol for that. Not mm-hmm. that that was his choice. My man was just wanting to be the best boxer he could be, which he did. But he became a symbol for that. Oh, that's the man I got to be. I got to be able to knock a motherfucker out. You got to understand, like, the typical trope of Who's black people in fighting. the boxer in the world, like, ever in history? Ever in history? You can't ask. I'm not. Why not? I'm not an enthusiast enough like that. But considered it's it's Mike, Muhammad. Um, Do you think Mike is better than Muhammad? They just have different, radically different styles. They who have a radically win, who different styles. Who would win in styles. a fight, though? No one actually knows because they have a radically different styles. But they both were the type. Yeah, of but you have an imagination, and you're I pretty do, analytical. I do, and I'm imagining it right now. That's why I'm telling you, I don't know. Most people don't. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, you learn something today. No, most people don't because you see, there in boxing, there's a few different styles. Uh, the typical one, the traditional ones, you have outfighting which is the the traditional boxing style. That was Muhammad Ali style. What that consists of, the point of boxing is you hit the other person from a distance without being hit. That's the point of boxing. Mm-hmm. And then you have infighting. And he was really good at that because he was so fast, right? Muhammad Ali, well, yeah. he had long arms and yeah, he had good footwork and, you know, he put a good distance and he wasn't afraid to take hits. If you and then, know, like, set I up know his very face. little about boxing yeah so we can tell, i will but you, say stupid things you're about to get the work right now it's okay i'm kidding but then there's infighting which was mike tyson style now infighting wasn't necessarily about saying on the outside it was about getting your guard up and then being able to get into the other boxer's guard to deliver like super strong uppercuts or just so getting is, in is to get hooks faster? and stuff like it's, it's it's not about which one is faster or not no, no, that depends no. on the I boxer i just mean like is that technique you take more impact but you get more good ones in so the fight ends faster because uh, that's the only on the, reason i would think that, that would be worth it no it, it depends on you because not every boxer not every human body is the same you understand what i mean yeah people have different length of arms different length of legs people's bodies like are boxing. built different i think it's so brutal. oh well you I just don't like combat it. sports in general huh i just don't think that people should ruthlessly beat each other up for no reason. I wish I agreed with you. <laughs> I know. I'm, I think I'm the outlier here. I just struggle. Like I, I don't, no, that's okay. I don't get upset when people like it, obviously. I don't, you know. No, but no. I, it's like no. I would never want to, my kid or, or my right. partner or you would never put yourself my, in that situation. Yeah, to, yeah. to do that. I, think it's, I get it. 
It's a different it's a different type of drive. It's a different type of feel. And don't get me wrong, on some level I, I wish it wasn't there, but it is. But I that's Yeah. Not, I don't hate I just Yeah. I just don't like to see people in like yeah, I get pain. Beating the popes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they agreed to it, Sarah. I know. I know that there's consent involved, but I still it's And that's still the only thing for you. Like, soul. thank God there's consent. No, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, back to the, so infighting versus outfighting. I don't. I couldn't tell you who would win. I'd put money on Muhammad just because, like, he was literally one of the greatest to do it. Fighting guys like Mike Tyson and somehow coming out on on top. It was crazy. What do you think but that Mike, Mike Tyson would animal. say? Has he ever has he ever spoken to it? In terms of that one, I don't know. I don't think I've I've seen. I feel but like Mike Tyson is not that type of dude. If I come up with that question, then anybody else. No, could, anybody so could. And I don't. <laughs> I don't have a. I don't have an actual like answer. I haven't seen him speak to it. And well, I think no. I'll say this. There's okay. like um, I don't know where it's from, but like I think in some sort of um, indigenous ideology, there's a, an acknowledgement of like a feminine energy and a masculine energy. Right. And they're not only like specifically for men and women. The idea is that these two energies intermingle um, within everybody. So some might have more, some might have less, and it's not necessarily defined by the body that you're in um, or the way that you might look aesthetically. So right. the way that masculinity should be performed is whatever way it naturally sits Occurs in your in body. You. Like right. you should like acknowledge, just acknowledge, just be honest about who you are and not who you've um, you told need to, to be. be or who yes. you think you need to be. Um, I don't see anything like I'm not like as a feminist and as a woman, I'm not anti-men or anti-masculinity. Um, I think right. like I, there's masculinity within me mm -hmm. as well. So to hate that would also be to hate a part of myself. And I think anytime that we ask people to hate a part of themselves, it does more harm than good. Because that's parties, just, yeah, yeah that's just mm -hmm. another form of destruction and self-destruction, which doesn't build <laughs> anything. Um, no, not at all. So the way to perform masculinity is just. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that. Yeah, Apollo. It's just to be. Um, <laughs> it's just to be honest with yourself and acknowledge all parts of yourself, whether Which, it's masculine or feminine or some, um, or more likely, actually completely uh, a mix of the different forces that are there. That's who we are as humans. Which brings yeah. me back to Mike Tyson because and him doing that is him and it takes and the the other lesson not everybody gets comfortable with who they are know who they are or feel comfortable doing certain time. things and yeah. it shouldn't and societal but yes, it pressure does. is a huge factor yes all the time and Mike is at a point now and that's what I love it he's he's this he's this beautiful black man who put on for the culture in well, a I'm way that we definitely needed finding uh, his peace he's definitely no that's that's what the last latter of half fighting. of his of his life has been literally him just unlearning things and he talks about that because you know he's done he's done things like shrooms and stuff like that what and an he's been uh, expanding his consciousness story arc. it's yeah. kind of like this beautiful like you don't even don't understand, like Sarah, what that does then, for me. And then um, 
I don't know. We do that in, I mean, you know, we do that yeah, in art and in movement yeah, a lot. Yeah. We, we build up these structures and then we kind of dissolve them and, and break them down. And I don't know. It's to build new and it's a beautiful process. And that's kind of yeah. how life it's emulating life in one capacity. Cause that's how life naturally works. There yeah. can be no creation without destruction, unfortunately. And also, and, um, I think it's important for people to remember that, you know, change and evolution is the natural order of life. So if you are clinging onto something, um, that's dangerous. You should be open to, you know, things being challenged to, um, to things changing. Mm -hmm. Doubt is a huge part of, of any, um, of any ideology. And if you don't leave space for doubt, then I, I think that that actually weakens your, um, whether it's your faith or your s- political stance or whatever ideology, morality you have, it's, Im- it's important to have space for that evolution because we are always learning, not just like individually, like everything is always learning, evolving and changing. If That's you don't adopt, you die, you go extinct. That, I say to say it like that, but, but I think literally. that I think if you don't adopt, you die. Doesn't just apply to like physical death. I think no. if you don't yes, not adopt, adapt. If you don't <laughs> adapt, there is like self death too. Like yes. you you lose the strength of the thing that you like were so fervently holding on to. You know you lose something if you don't adapt. If you're not willing to, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. You become out of place in in the new reality of things. So. Oh, that is and that that's the big one because the fact is the world's going to keep moving whether yeah. you're there or not. Would you like to be there? Yeah. You're and it's weird because adapt. I feel like in certain ways we're designed to resist change and it's like you're just creating this friction with well, there is a friction because you, you don't necessarily want to just absent mind absent mindedly accept that's anything. That's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's not, I know what that's not adaptability what is about. Exactly. It's not that you throw yourself from thing to thing. But that's it's that what you the resistance question, is. Yeah, it's that that's you, what the resistance yeah, is. You're, you're constantly like, questioning. Should I do this? Should I not? Things, should the reason I? you say mm-hmm. things. The reason you believe in things, and adjust where things need to be adjusted. Yeah. And, and like, and this isn't to say, cause the process of change, especially when we speak in terms of like evolution, physically, otherwise isn't something that happens at the the drop of a dime anyway. Like it does take time. There's a reason for that. Cause you want to make sure you're making positive change. Not all change is good. And you'd like to make positive change and that's not always going to happen, but that's what you're shooting for. We're imperfect beings. What are you going to do? You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's also, um, you know, they say that most people's like political views, beliefs, belief systems, so on, they're formed in, in like kind of this stage in our life. Like they're solidified, like in your twenties yeah. or whatever, yeah, 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 and then finally. they don't really change. And I think that that is kind of dangerous because the world around you is going to change. And I yeah. hope that for myself, I don't mm-hmm. get so, um, stuck in things like you know, maybe in 30 years I listen back to this and I'm like, oh, you know, I now I, I see that, I think about, you know, hopefully. 
maybe I need to amend this or like now in, in this day and age, that doesn't really fit or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't think that I'm always right or that you have right. to be right or that you should like stick to things just because then if you don't, then you have to acknowledge that um, you might have been wrong or you, um, you know, things might not be relevant anymore. And then that's scary. No. Yeah. I mean, that's a dying for the record to me, at least that's a dying thought in the the framework as, as we're progressing, at least I hope. Cause I don't know. I think so. Cause you're, you're speaking in terms, cause that, that frame of thought is really from older generations who were so scared of changing anything at all. But as we've progressed, as time's gone by, We've been able to to do less of that and think, yo, I need to be open minded more. But the problem I, is, but you shit were talking like this about younger generations, way. though, because I don't think that's true. Because like the the people who are mm-hmm. in charge of everything right now, no, um, I know that's what I'm saying. It's they a, are it's sticking not to older ideas when the world is literally Moving physically ahead. changing. No, but like, that's, that's we are them. literally heating up. <laughs> I know that's, but that's them. And so that's why like, I think it's oh, changing no, for oil a positive is the best way. Thing like I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that, no, but, but that's very much alive. That's that's so. why I say that, because it's like that older generation. Yes. But the as we progress and as new generations, I think that's something that's dying out. But of course, obviously, I those people so. are still going to be there. I don't like, know. You can't <laughs> get rid so. of the boomers yet. They just have to die. That is that is what it is, unfortunately. Like that just is what it is. But any case, uh, back to toxic masculinity. Uh, the reason it makes me happy is just because. He is coming to that place, and that's the cycle I want for everyone, everywhere, anywhere. Doesn't matter whether it's Mike Tyson, doesn't matter whether it's you, doesn't matter whether it's some old woman in her 70s, you know, myself. It's just people need to be able to get that comfortable with themselves, whether they're a tough-ass fighter or not. You know what I'm saying? And I just love that for him in general because, like, he really was that symbol for that, and he's not anymore. He's saying this, that, yeah, like, it's refreshing and kind of nice that that this symbol of masculinity can um be this symbol of masculinity yeah, this yeah and i think that's it's what also, the true symbol is <laughs> because he is part of an older generation it is um it's also good because it's oh yeah yeah it's not Sarah, just like the the generation he's from would literally clown him for that i know literally so be that's like, great you know it's so and I don't know much about you. I hear you're a great fighter um, and you've got a pretty iconic face. Um, I'm really happy that you're finding peace and able to express yourself. Sorry, I don't know. Like, go Mike. Like, go I don't Mike. know you well. But and that's and go that you. is honestly and that is honestly a, a plus for me because you're like, I didn't I don't know much about you. I don't know what's going on. I hope that you but this treat is wonderful news what I'm um, well too. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Okay, well, maybe I don't know we can work on that. that. Yeah, Anyways, maybe we can but work on that. Mitch, how do you feel about celebrating the fourth of July that's coming up pretty soon? Uh my birthday's in July. I don't know what else I'm celebrating. Hmm. Haha. I mean, I I mean, I might go out for the day because barbecues is nice. <laughs> barbecues is ain't they? Ain't they nice? They ain't nice. Yeah, I'm. To I be love honest, me a good barbecue. I'm I love me a good definitely plate. Definitely going to take advantage of the fireworks and like just enjoying a day of but frivolity. What, 4th of July. Like it's nice to be around people yeah, who exactly. are celebrating so nice. something. But something, yeah. I don't know what they're celebrating, but you know, yeah. it must be nice. But the whole. Mm. Fourth of July, though, what's that? 
why? Can you explain to the general public why you um, don't feel like the 4th of July should be celebrated? What's 4th of July? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, To be honest with you, like, I'm just just at this point now, um, and it's not even just for myself. It's just I look at my country. Mind you, I'm a proud American. I consider myself potentially one of the last true Americans who will probably ever live. <laughs> that's a bold. Though. I know that's Continue. a bold, but I do. I could. I, we don't have time to get into that. I explain no, that later. That's, that's but, a lot um, to unpack. I know it is, but that's legitimately how I feel. But otherwise, like, how am I gonna se- how am I gonna celebrate independence? Our independence, which is supposed to be recognition of freedom, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. In a country that constantly, not sometimes, not a little bit, constantly is like, I don't know what that means for some, but it's supposed to be with liberty and justice for all. Yeah. So it's just like, We're not and then there. it just happens to be on the week and like, you're going to do this even, to women again. That, it's not even that we're not there. It's that we are not even trying to be there we're not at trying some point, to be there you know like we... not, not in the ways we're supposed to be yeah as a country that says that's what we're about you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you have to understand not every country says that's what they're about like they yeah. discuss it but that's exactly what we said we were about people didn't mm-hmm. believe we would work out they thought this great experiment would end in maybe like a decade or so You know why it kept working out? Because people with good hearts and then, you know, Mm -hmm. also people with fucked up ones. No, Mitch, it's because it worked out because I think that people did think that that was true inside of the homogenous group that that they felt it was in reference to. Right. You know, like not just people with good hearts. Like it, it worked because, you know, white men with property felt like, yeah, like we are all part of this and we're free and we have independence and rights and so on. And that's why it worked for so long. It's now this like kind of melting pot situation that you have now and arguably had then too, just didn't acknowledge those people as people. Um, now that, that those forces are in play and mm-hmm. they're saying, hey, you know, what about this whole um, independence and pursuit of happiness thing? Um, then they're like, oh, that wasn't really supposed to be applied to you. So, I was like, uh. well, so here's the thing, because it's it, I wouldn't necessarily say I disagree with you. But the, the reason I say that is because it's like, well, here's here's the thing for me, because like there's always been a phrase uh, and we as black people like to use it a lot. Like white people are lucky. We don't want revenge. You know what I mean? I mean, I think some people do. And I think that's fair. Some people do. And that's fair. But honestly with you majority black folk black americans we we're not we're not those people Uh, some of us are but majority no which is why i say that and i don't and when i say that i don't just speak for black people uh, you know what i mean there are plenty of groups in this country of ours and a lot of those people literally are just like why is it like this we don't want to be at odds with anyone we don't want this to be an ugly place and it's those and it's those people who continue to work through systems of adversity 
yeah. that don't benefit them. That's what I mean when I say that. And that's why I think, you know, our country is such a great place because people like to think we're just these fucking gunslinging. So fucking, you're saying we're great in spite of those things? Well, not we are of those great things? in spite of those things. Not because, yes, of course. And that's not even something I'm really with, debating. with saying that because I think that it diminishes the um, impact of those things. How do you, you know? Mean? Could you elaborate? I think that by just like saying, oh, you know, America is great. Like, then you like fall into this, um, like sp- space where you're like, yeah, we do this and we do this, but then you're not acknowledging like all of these other things that are like very present and that need to be addressed. Okay. And I had, I had a good professor who said like, um, you know, you can't know your country until you know others. And there's this idea of American exceptionalism that is like very prevalent in all of our society. And it's unpatriotic almost to um, acknowledge that other countries might be doing something better, um, that we don't have the perfect system, that we don't agree with certain things that are going on. And so, you know, all of those things, that doesn't, that doesn't make me proud to be an American. And right now, honestly, I'm, I'm not extremely proud to no, be associated with this country that treats yeah, women this way, that treats uh, people of color this way, um, that treats anybody who isn't, doesn't look a certain way, um, <laughs> the way that they systematically treat them. So I, and I don't, I don't think that that is wrong. I don't think it's wrong to be critical of my country. I don't think it's wrong to say, you know what, we're not, uh, we're not doing great right now. We're not doing great things. Um, and I, I think that the things that we're doing wrong are stronger than the things that we're doing right at this moment. No, I feel you. I'm not speaking to the country, though. Cause, well, to me, America isn't. You know, the government, just the government, because I'm speaking to the people. I don't I don't necessarily care about the people making the rules that make it this way. I'm speaking to the people like myself, like you, the people who, despite all this bullshit, continue to. And I hate to say it like this, but continue to think about the actual dream of the country, what it's supposed to mean. Who continue to work towards that world? I don't than know allowing if I'm part live. of that because part of me just like feels like giving up and like moving. No, I mean you're always <laughs> going to feel like that. Else. I know, I know, but you're always uh, going to feel like that. But you don't give into that, Sarah. You don't. Not because not, not because you, I mean, you don't have if to. I, I could just move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't blame know. you for that. I'm also like a weird case because I I have I've. Uh, two citizenships, two nationalities. So, um, I don't know. When I was young, I was was proud because I lived in America. I was especially proud of the other one, you know, because that was something that was special to me. Yeah, Um, it should be. Why not? And I, from a very young age, I understood that there were big differences between, you know, like, like I said, the fact that my mom got freaking six months of maternity leave and women in the U.S. get at most like six weeks unpaid, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So I was aware of those things from a, a really young age and didn't feel the need to blindly praise my country in order to be considered like a good citizen. Like, that doesn't make any sense to, to me. Yeah. Like, I, no, I, right. I was always right. critical of my country. And I think that it is important to be 
to be, like I said before, it's important to have doubts. It's important to be critical in order to make sure that the thing itself um, is you adapting and is being yes. the best version of itself. And I don't think that it is. It's not up to scratch right now by any means. Um, so, yeah, I will hyper, uh, hypercritically, hypocritically enjoy the festivities <laughs> of the 4th of July. I do like fireworks. I know that they're bad for the environment. I'm We're not, not celebrating 4th person. of July this year, sir. Okay. We're going out. We're <laughs> going to barbecues. We're enjoying ourselves because we deserve that. Yes. We're not yeah. celebrating 4th of July. I don't. Are you not understanding this? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm, um, I just, I just, we need to be on the same page about that. But we go into every barbecue and get in a plate, Sarah. Don't get, don't get it twisted. But well, we're not doing that to celebrate 4th of they July. they don't usually have food I can eat, but. No, bring some vegan options. My friend James, he, oh, uh, shit. Well, I'll have Logan Black on his name. He's vegan. He just brings options. You know, he'll bring some burgers and you throw them on the grill. And if someone doesn't let you put it on the grill, then they're fucking. Stop taking cues from Logan. We don't need his help. We hijacked the show today, Sarah. Okay. Okay. Tell the audience that you have hijacked. him tied up and working for you. Um. Yeah, he is tied up with and uh, do whatever you say because we hijacked the show yeah yeah it's our show right now i just kind of hopped on because i was talking to mitch because i haven't talked to mitch in a while no i know it Um, has been a while i wasn't trying to ignore you logos i didn't want to know i was just like time because i had to go to work yeah um and it was early so yeah (laughs) you're a sleepy sleepy little man (laughs) i was Um, like i was like uh sarah (laughs) (laughs) anyways i just jumped on and then i saw some of the topics and i was like i don't think that you guys should just be talking about this by yourself sarah don't even sarah i don't even want you to even look at me and say those words because every single time i see you i'd be like all right come get on the show because we need you on the show and you'd be like anyways i was really only i was really only gonna Uh, stay by that right (laughs) yeah i was only gonna stay for a couple topics but I was going to yeah. just have Logan we come on. I, I, If he had another pair of headphones, I was just going to have him come in and then we just do it. Huh? Logan oh, yeah. I yeah. supposed to wrap it up. I tried to do it. No, um, no, yeah. It, it in is. In a yeah, cool yeah, show way with the little finger twirl, but. You, good you job. It was notice. me who fucked that up, not you. <laughs> yeah. You did good. So you get so much better at this every goddamn day. You need to just listen to me get on the damn show, but we ain't, I ain't going to do that with you right now because we, we had a good show. I like this. the topics. Yeah, I know. I know, sir. I'm not going to do it in front of the audience right now. Because- you know what? I am like dessert. As in, like, dessert isn't great if you have it every night, but then sometimes you get it and you're so thankful for it. And I don't, I want to make sure that, that. I don't. I don't know, sir. Special. I like. I like my dessert every night. Ain't no issue for me. <laughs> I think a lot of people be like, "Yo, I, I don't know what you talk about, Sarah. You supposed to have dinner after. Really? You supposed to have dessert, dessert after every dinner. night. That's that's a lot of that's a lot well, of sugar. It depends on how much you have and what you're having. Okay, fine. I'm like vacation. You appreciate it because it comes, you know, because it's special, not because. I don't know, but I kind of. Sarah, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do this with you right now. Sarah. Whatever, I can't find a good right analogy, now, but we're we're supposed to wrap up the show. Yeah, I heard. I'm not doing it because Logan says so. I'm gonna do it when I feel like it. Okay, we're gonna wrap up when I feel. But yeah, he's yeah yeah. Yeah, so, for time's um, sake, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to. But <laughs> anyway, I'll anything? do it. Don't worry. Oh, you're no, gonna do, do it? it. You know how to do. Um, oh, you know how to do that now too. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Shit. Um, is there anything you want to leave the people with, Mitch? Um. You can you can be friends with people you're sexually attracted to, but you have to be mature and respect you have to respect them. the people first yeah. and foremost is what I've learned. That's how that works. Roe v. Wade being overturned is an egregious disservice to Americans and to American women everywhere. Shame on you. 
I don't care how yeah. you feel about the babies. I get it. I honestly do. You don't understand how much I get it. Fetuses. But shame on you. Shame on you. And shout out to Mike. Well, I'm just I'm just glad to see you happy, prospering, and showing men what masculinity really is. Prosperous? Did I say prosperous or prospering? Prospering. Don't interrupt me is right now. Me? I'm sorry. If I'm I said so prospering, it's, don't interrupt me right now, girl. I'm a, I'm on I'm roll so right sorry. now. No, I'm You're right. Like, but shout out to Mike Tyson because, you know, masculinity isn't about a tough facade. It's about you being you and being a healthy you for those around you. Mitch, you're so good so at I wrap ups. It. You really speak to all the topics. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a talent. I'm a talent, Sarah. I'm, I'm trying to get you on game. I'm trying to get you on level. You just won't trust me. Anyways. The only <laughs> thing I want to, to leave the people with? The only thing I want to add to that, because I think you did a really good job, is that. Um, I know that it's a really hard and hurtful time around us. It's okay to be processing that still. Um, and also that it is important to, um, evaluate and criticize the, your beliefs and the things that are going around, going on around you to make sure that. Um, I lost all of my words. Yeah, what was I gonna say? Take your time, get them back. Yeah, just to make sure that it's the most honest version of those things. Yes. Yeah. That's I all. agreed. No, no. Well said. And yeah, so. it's a, it's a hard time. It only happened a few days ago, yeah. and again, for the, the women in in my generation and some of the generations above me and below me um this was our whole life it was kind of we took it for granted mm -hmm. so seeing it gone feels uh it just feels like it like no, how seriously. could it how could it happen right we're yeah. gonna see how the next few years are because that that may be a feeling multiple marginal society my feeling. hope is that it'll um rally people to yeah to vote and to um yeah to try to try to change things <laughs> truth no but. truth and i hope uh i'm gonna talk about next episode why i said i feel like one of the last true living americans yeah but we'll get into we that we didn't I'll, have time I'll, for that no, and no, I, I didn't even I'll know what that. to think about that so. no it's okay i'll get into it but um but yeah but yeah, anyway well said, you guys do that a lot you guys say you're gonna talk no, no, about no, things I, I next episode and then you don't <laughs> I'll, I'll, i'm gonna text it into the chat right after this okay but um in any case that was a good wrap-up sarah um, so let me, let me do this part. Sure. So as always, y'all, y'all remember, if you like the show, share the show, tell your friends about the show. If you don't like the show, send it to your enemies, tell people anyway, share the show. We need y'all help getting the word out. We know y'all like the podcast. Y'all can, y'all can keep pretending and acting <laughs> like y'all don't like the podcast. We know y'all like the podcast. So, you know, give us a little help, share the show, make sure we spread this awareness around people need to be hearing certain things we have to say and in a capacity where it isn't so like uh formal you know what i mean yeah and so please do that for us we'd really appreciate it say bye to the people sarah bye people enjoy your random barbecues and fireworks that happen exactly, to be this weekend sarah. <laughs> exactly that a girl now she getting it yo don't say that girl. <laughs> <laughs> i Sorry. reject that 
Okay, that's fine. She's rejected it, so I can't say that no more. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have a good because we we shot early day. So have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good night. Have a good life. Sarah said goodbye. I'ma Bye, say everybody. peace too. Bye. See you.